fight, 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 fight. Today, we are fighting, or actually, we're more debating. Uh, the things that accounting firm owners love to argue about the most. Here they are. Hourly rate billing versus fixed price billing, QuickBooks versus zero, advisory services versus compliant services, and then a fun one, football versus football, or American football versus football, or just damn it, soccer versus football. I'm your host, Kenji. He's my co-host, Matthew. Matthew, tell us who our sponsor is today. Today's episode of Drink While You Think is brought to you by Verify Q. Empower your bookkeepers with a gamified version of quality control. Let them check themselves before their managers have a chance to, to go in and check them. A non-threatening, gamified quality control system for your accounting firm. Verify IQ. Gamified. Oh, check yourself before you wreck yourself. There you go. Yeah, you get the scores and it's like all that kind of stuff. I think at some point they're going to have a dashboard to see who's winning. So that's going to be fun. Thanks. Shout out to Verify IQ. We appreciate the beers. Speaking of Matthew, what's on tap for you today? Okay. I've got the fourth. I, I held out for four weeks. Can you believe this? This is like super proud of myself from a diet perspective. I'm doing the Wiccanweed German chocolate um, cake beer, and it is an Imperial stout brewed with chocolate and coconut flavors. Um, I hesitate with the coconut, but I'm hopeful it's just hint of coconut. So uh, what's going on with you? What are you drinking? I feel like you've had something like that before. And I feel like this is going to be in your style of yours, but all four um, of these are right in my wheelhouse. These are all four plus, you know, beers here. I'm going death before disco Porter. by oh, good old left hand. It's your style. Oh. We're being consistent. Um, I love left-hand brewing. These these folks are solid out of Longmont, Colorado. One of the I think one of the better breweries in the country. Oh, uh, oh whoa, that was a audible. Um, I well, guess that's a little too much coconut for me, but it's all right. It? Okay. I'm gonna power. Th- I'm gonna power through it. All right, cheers, dude. Cheers, man. Mm. So I, I really all didn't right. miss you last week, by the way. So well. So. Brooke was much more fun. The ratings are about to come crashing down now that you had the uh, incredible, inevitable, all the the things Brooke Beach, who we just love and adore. And like I said on LinkedIn, my only problem with the episode was I didn't get to be there to hang with Brooke. I just love hanging with Brooke. So, yeah, it was not my only problem. Um, that was that was the benefit for me. Uh, me and Brooke just got to hang, <laughs> get to hang with Brooke, and I wasn't there, which even doubled your pleasure. That's right. Um, but you know what? That kind of pisses me off. So it makes me puts me in fighting mood. So let's get in fighting mode, dude. I'm dude, ready. I, I didn't dude, know we we're fighting here, today, but here, I'm ready to fight. Here's what we're doing. We 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 fight. We debate all the time. Okay. And here's here's the only problem with this. Um, I think I'm in trouble because. Did you start this fight? Well, no, but like, here, here's how it's going to work. Okay. Um, we've got four debate topics, right? Okay. Two opposing viewpoints on each. Yep. I, I am going to flip a coin. Actually, I have a coin. I should have gotten a different one. I'm going to flip a coin to determine which of us takes which of the different viewpoints. Okay. And then regardless of what we feel about it, we got to okay. argue that one to the death, right? Okay. okay. Um, as long as 
Thank God you didn't put value billing versus fixed price billing. How would it have been like? We, we don't want to. We don't want to get too into the weeds. That's just getting. You know, too that's pretty nuanced, man. Um, we're each going to give each other two minutes, up to two minutes, to make our case. Okay. And then we get a one minute afterwards for rebuttal. Okay. Each other. All right. Um, <laughs> the, the winner of this is going to be turned. Deter, I sorry, determined by voting. Um, in so oh, we could do a in our social channels. A poll in our social yeah. channels? Okay. okay. Because awesome. we, we all know that the truth lives on the internet and particularly yeah. in social media. So that'll that'll clear all of this up. Here's the problem with this. Um, do you want to just before we get into this, tell everybody about debate? Like I I've never really debated. Um, I saw you looking around. Is there some hardware or uh, plaque yeah. you were looking for? I, I have this the state of Georgia debate coach of the year award somewhere, but that doesn't mean I'm good at debate. So I'm ready, dude. Let's well, go. You, you and I are good at arguing. I'll tell you that much. I think that was, I think that was last decade, dude. Don't worry. That's like 2018, 2017 when I won that. I, I should have planned events. I literally have sitting here a, a, um, a 10 peso piece on my desk. Are you looking for the award still? I, I found it. You want me to show you? Go get, go get the award. Go get the award. Sorry for those who are listening along on the podcast. We will, I will, we will read the inscription of Matthew's debate award. Um, all right, okay. Matthew, what's this the award? Is oh, look at this. 2019, the state of Georgia middle school coach of the year. Yep, that's right. One of the only volunteers that was doing it. So <laughs> they were much more, uh, much more deserving teachers that um, that gives so much time in the middle school. But uh, because I was a volunteer, I had a leg up that year and was doing it uh, in a volunteer capacity. But the teachers really do it in a volunteer capacity because I think the stipend was like a thousand bucks for that for the teachers. Yeah. So I should not have gotten that. But um, it was a kind thing that they had done after I'd been, I volunteered for seven years um, with the middle school program. So So I'm in trouble here. I mean, this is the middle school 2019 debates coach of the year for the state um, of Georgia, state of Georgia. I, I argue with Matthew a lot. So that's my only leg up. We're used to this. Um, I'm just hoping the coin toss goes my way. Now I'm using, I don't know if you can see this. Okay. It, uh, using, that's, not, that's hard to see. That's terrible. You're using a peso? It's a peso. It's a Because I was in Mexico last week. It's literally, I had it because I thought it was cool. It's a, it's a 10 pesos um i can kind of tell the heads or tails or some kind of funky animal looks like kind of an eagle dragon just, thing we're calling that tails just pick whichever side you want okay no oh, oh don't you start like that with me <laughs> that that's a that's a tactic right there you're trying to okay this is hourly rate billing versus fixed price billing okay, okay. i'm going to say hourly rates is tails uh, for me for you and you're you're okay so heads i'm taking fixed price okay cool got it right It is tails. So I'm I'm in charge of hourly rate building. Your hourly rate, I'm okay. fixed price. Um, right. You want to start? You want me to start? You go ahead. I want to see where this is going. Okay, I got two minutes. I got a clock here. I'm going to keep us on the clock. On okay, time. Go. ready? Go. Hourly rate billing blows, dude. I mean, come on. That's so. That is so like last not even decade, last millennia. That's a horrible strategy and approach. It basically incentivizes people to be inefficient. 
I mean, come on, hourly rate billing? Let me take as much time as possible. Let me just not use any kind of technology, any kind of tools whatsoever, and just grind things out for my own benefit. Like that's just, it's almost something from the industrial era. It's just a terrible experience for, I think, for for clients. Um, how bad is that for staff people having to do timesheets? Like, oh my gosh, filling out timesheets. That's a waste of time in itself. I mean, come on, people. Let's start using tech. Let's start doing something much more. Fixed price billing is where it's at. This is the wave of the future. Think about how much that helps people when they come and buy from you online. They can see like, oh my gosh, I want to buy this service from your accounting firm. And it costs this. How fantastic is that? You know exactly what it's going to cost you. That's a much better way to work with your clients, a better experience there. I think this is where all firms should be doing. Fixed price across the board. If you can't fix price, that just means you're terrible at estimating. You don't know how to scope things. That's not the client's fault. That's your fault. Come on, accounting firms. Get on fixed price billing ASAP. Hourly billing, it's old. It's way in the past. You may as well be using desktop software, right? If you want to use fixed price, or sorry, hourly rate billing. Get with the future, get on fixed price, increase your margins, get your team members working more efficiently, never fill out a timesheet again. I rest my case. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Well, I say it's fun until you get to go. Okay. Okay, ready? Ready, go. Scope creep is death. <laughs> That's all you got? Okay, we get a minute of rebuttal. Okay, rebut that. Scope creep is death. Scope creep is for the lazy. Scope creep is for people who refuse to learn. Go ahead. Maybe you, maybe you misscope something a little bit, right? Then you go and you change it and you change your pricing. But worrying about scope creep, that's just for people who are lazy, who don't want to actually take the time and effort to make estimates and live by those estimates and say, hey, client, I'm going to do this for you for this price point. If you can't do that, what are you doing being in business? Why are you even being a firm owner? If you can't take a little bit of a risk, hell, you took a risk to start an accounting firm, take a risk to figure out what a fixed price point is, stick with it, go with it. Come on, scope creep, boo, don't agree with it, boo. Your rebuttal, Matthew. You ready? I'm ready. That's cute that you think that. But accountants are built to help people. And when our clients are in trouble, we help them. And you fixed price billing people say no. That's out of scope. Sorry, in your time of need, we don't want to help you. Or, oh, let me take you through a reselling process to rescope this need because you need you you have a cash flow problem right now. Let's take you through this asinine process instead of just helping you. Fixed price people, you have scope pre hourly billing people. We just get to help everyone all the time and get a fair fee for our service. Audience members, we both rest our case. We'll have the poll up on the socials. I think we all knew who the winner on that one was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fun. This okay. Is fun. 
We're such nerds. Um, okay. Quick drink break. Okay. Between. Drink, drink break. Drink, drink while you're thinking. I drink while you're talking. Okay. Up, up next, we've got QuickBooks versus Zero. I mean, has there oh, been a has there, has there been a longer you know battle ever? Um, Matthew, I'm going to flip the coin for you. Which one do you want to make? Do you want QuickBooks to be heads or tails for you? Heads. Heads. Okay. Heads is QuickBooks for Matthew. Tails is zero for Matthew. Here we go. Matthew, you got heads. No, I, I'm on XPAC right now, dude. I can't. Yes, you can. Me. Yes, you can. Okay. I was on XPAC too. I know, but I'm on it right now. <laughs> you want to switch? Uh, I think I have to for this one because I'm on XPAC currently. Ah, <sighs> fine. I'll take QuickBooks. And I guess I should probably start this time, right? I can I can do QuickBooks. I, I'll do it straight up. We'll do it straight up. We'll do the coin toss. So I, so I get... I, Everybody, everybody knows we're both. You're, you're zero on QuickBooks. Okay. And I started last time, so you got to start this time. Yes. Two minutes. You ready? Yes. Go. Our job as accountants is difficult enough. Why should we force people to switch from what they're comfortable of? Like... Five years ago, yes, QuickBooks Online was way behind Zero, but Zero pushed them to the breaking point and they had to fix the product. Now, QuickBooks Online does everything you need for your clients. So why fight this battle? In the United States, it's it's like 80, 85% of the market using QuickBooks. And if you're an accountant right now, the responsible thing to do for your firm is to support QuickBooks Online in an authentic way and to, and to serve your clients that want to keep using the software that got them through their 20s and 30s, now their 40s. So stick with QuickBooks. Don't change a good thing. I'm going to yield the rest of my time to you, Kenji. You speak so nicely during this. I don't, I, maybe I should put you on the clock more often. Okay. My turn to support zero. The world, especially right now, is an ugly place. It's dark and scary. And we need more beautiful things in the world. And so why not beautiful accounting software? We all want more beauty in our lives, beautiful accounting software. And that's what Zero brings us. Things that people don't consider to be beautiful can be beautiful. A beautiful user interface, a beautiful team of people at Zero who actually talk to accountants. They spend time with us. We've had wonderful account managers over at Zero who support us, technical team members. They're fantastic. We know them by name. They know us by name. They've helped build an amazing community there. That's probably the most exciting thing I can think about with Zero is the community of accountants they've built around. They truly are partners. I've spoken many, many times to all kinds of accounting tech companies saying the best partner program that I have ever been involved with, that we as Acuity have ever been involved with has been the Zero partner community. And I've been so grateful to be part an alumni of that, that Matthew's part of it now. This is the type 
of software company you want to work with that partners with you, uh, that thinks in a more forward-thinking way. And I'll finish with this just saying, the color of blue, oh, it's so beautiful. The beautiful blue of zero, it just brings me calm and peace when I'm in matching transactions and I'm inside their system. Zero, for sure, is what is the better system here. Thank you. If you want beauty, go take a damn walk outside in the beautiful nature. Like, get your 10,000 steps outside, man. There's beauty everywhere. Software ain't fucking one of them. Go outside. Enjoy the day. Beauty is great when you're enjoying it in nature. When you're building a business, you're looking for market size and market share. And we know where that is. Thank you very much. Oh my gosh. This is so difficult trying not to make a noise or make a <laughs> rebuttal, sir. A rebuttal to you. <laughs> Change. Change is what we're all about. That's Intuit, QuickBooks, who've been around forever. Our parents, our grandparents probably use QuickBooks. It is time for a change. It is time for a new generation. Small businesses, the accounting profession, we need change. The only reason QuickBooks has the market share it has today is they were pushed by innovators like Zero those who were bringing about change, those who were risking it all, those who never ever for one minute said, we're going to build software on the desktop or on a server. 100% cloud from the get-go all the time. Those are who you want to align with, the underdogs, the innovators of the world. Choose zero. <laughs> That's our you know, third topic. You know, maybe, maybe people will... Maybe people could use these for their current commercials. I don't know. I mean, uh -huh. I, think, I think we're pretty. All right. Our third topic. I don't know. What's better to have in your firm? <clears throat> advisory service or compliance services? Okay. Okay. Um, which one you want? Heads is advisory. Heads is advisory. Okay. Matthew calls head for advisory. Uh, you got tails this time. I got compliance. Yeah, compliance. Okay, it's your time to go first, though. My turn again to go first. I've got advisory. All right. Good luck, Good luck, with, Good luck with that one. Stop. <laughs> well, you got the whole market behind you right now. So you know, like like all the trendy people behind you. Stop. Advisory is of course the better, more valuable business model for firm owners, right? It's the one that taps most into our accounting skill set. It's the one that we're all striving to be to have advisory services. It's the reason that Acuity exists today is because we have a heritage in advisory services. We want to partner and work with our clients, right? We want to help them. I think the person on the other side of the table here mentioned in a previous um debate we had about how important it is that we're helping people. Help is at the essence of advisory. 
That is what clients look for is those who can help them and who can navigate tricky situations, right? Nuanced situations. These are the types of things advisory will always need the human brain, the human elements. This is what we were built for as accounting firms, where we can charge the most. Take a look at where we can charge additional rates. Those rates uh, are not getting eroded because technology can't do the true work of an advisor. Advisory services are the epitome of what we as accounting firms can hope to provide to our clients. It's the most adaptable service toward change in the industry. If you don't have an advisory practice today, you need to be out building one because that is what opens the door for new clients to come into your organization. That's what gets them excited. And that's what adds the most value to our clients. Mr. Compliance, are you ready? Sure. If you ask Kenji why we have a compliance practice, it's because you can't do advisory without compliance. (laughs) (laughs) You just can't. This was the problem that Kenji had before I came on to Acuity. He had a bunch of CFOs that couldn't do any analysis because they had crap data, crap in, crap out. So let's talk about what's really important when you're building a house. Nothing really matters on the tricked out stuff if you have no foundation. Compliance is that foundation. It's the foundation you're able to build all your fluffy buzzwords on KPIs and advisory and anything else you want to try to offer your clients starts with the premises that you have a baseline, a foundation of compliance services to offer your clients to give them that stability. What Kenji also doesn't tell you is that advisory services aren't very affordable for most of your clients, most of the businesses in the United States, of the 10 million small businesses in the United States, I think nine have less than a million dollars in revenue. Sounds like a great candidate for advisory services, Kenji. What you gonna bill them? How much are you gonna bill those guys? But you know what we can do? We can get those businesses on solid footing with solid bookkeeping and consistent tax federal and state income tax returns to make sure they're in compliance. That's all I got. Sometimes I don't, I don't like you very much. (laughs) Rebuttal time. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen and people of the accounting world. We are all believers in the future and in the wonderful things that the future is going to bring to us. Technology. Technology is coming to improve our lives. The one challenge with technology is the first place technology is going to be the most disruptive is in our compliance practices. This is where we're exposed in the future. This is where we're at risk of wonderful technologies like Xero, QuickBooks Online, Bill Adam, you name them, 
are coming to do the compliance work for us. If we as accountants want to continue being valuable, advisory services are a must if you want your firm to exist in the future. Thank you. Matthew? I'll, I'll just pause for a second because I'm not going to need the full minute on this one, man. I'm just going <laughs> to let the clock run. You just go ahead. It's it's fine. You want to tell a need... joke or you want to tell me no. more about your beer? So here's what compliance service has. See if any of these words feel good to business owners. Consistency. Foundational. Recurring. Revenue, scalable, any of those words sound good to you guys? They sound good to me. You know what goes with advisory? Small margins. You didn't even start that one, did I? Yeah, I did the. I did a little pinch thing there for those of you that are just on the podcast. So small margins for advisory. Sorry, Kenji, you lose this one too. We will put this to the public. We will put this to out there as a democratic process. We will see. Okay. Soccer's heads. <laughs> Last one. Let's get it out of accounting for a little bit, man. Soccer, Matthew said his heads. Okay. I have to always remember what's heads. It's heads. Okay. I'm first this time. You're first this time. Tell me when you're ready. Sure. Boom. You're up. Only an incredibly egocentric United States of America citizen could claim that football, American football, not worldwide football, is the best sport of all time. And I'm going to go here and take a a social stance on this. The real football, soccer, as you call it, Kenji, is one of the most wonderful sports to ever be played. First of all, it doesn't encourage concussions for our youth. And any round ball around the world can be converted with t-shirts taken off to mark the goals to a soccer pitch and a soccer match and true football can be played. You know, I think you just don't understand this, not growing up on the border, you know, kind of growing up in middle of America in, you know, Illinois, you just have no global perspective on the true camaraderie you find with the soccer team, with the simplicity of a ball and a goal, with kids running around a playground, and that just the international language that it that, that it allows uh, across a, the entire globe. Like there's just no sport that cuts across the globe like soccer. So talk as you want from your American perspective, but there is only one choice here. 
Your time is done. God bless America. This is America. This is our country. This is where we live. What is more American than football? Real American football. Here's one thing of the many I just don't really enjoy about soccer. Everybody running around out there playing soccer. I'm bigger than. I don't want to go somewhere to see like a bunch of people who are my size running around, kicking a ball around. I want to see superhuman hero-like people out there clashing. I want to see the, the blood, sweat, the tears. I want the drama. This is the reason why there were things like gladiators in the past in the Roman arena. Humankind has always been mesmerized by those who put themselves on the line. And guess who does not put themselves on the line? Soccer players. I mean, my God, I've never seen more flops in my life. It is absolutely ludicrous watching someone brush past a defender and watching them roll around and writhe on the ground for 10 minutes. And then they get up and imagine they're okay again. This is, is this what we're teaching people? Is this what we're saying it's okay to, you know, it's awful. It is terrible. American football progression forward, the team um, moving the ball in a forward fashion down the field toward a goal. What is more American than that? What captures the American entrepreneurial spirit more than football? I mean, come on, soccer, go flop some more. And I'm out. Rebuttal. Yeah, I can see how you wouldn't want to have a sport that any man can play. Get the typical American bias towards you probably like boxing too. just beat the crap out of each other or, or wrestling or something like that. You have no appreciation for a sport that's universally accepted around the globe. You have to go to whatever is in America. That's fine. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go for the merits for a second. <clears throat> I think an average NFL game now has, was it like 11 minutes of activity? 11 minutes? There's 11 minutes of playtime. That, that's great. Those superhuman athletes, boy, they sure exert themselves for those 11 minutes. Way to go, Kenji. Um, you got a 90-minute soccer game where you're running 10 miles consistently in soccer. It's just not the same. Yeah. Okay, my rebuttal. I have two things. Football good. First thing, I would like to ask all of us here just to think about where, Mr. May, you've spent more of your hard-earned dollars on. What sport could it be that you have invested more of your time and energy in, just like I have? And I think there's reason and purpose behind where we spend our money. Wallets and dollars talk, and it's been around football. The second thing is around time. In time, not necessarily on the field of play between timeouts, 
there's a whole thing that happens before a game, before a football game, and it's called tailgating, and it's part of American football, and I rest my case. I mean, I don't know how people are going to decide these amazing um I don't know. It's going to be. It's going it's, to it's it's, be tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be Your tough. Your debate skills are amazing, man. Let's <laughs> tell you. This sucks, man. Why am I going against the debate coach of the year? I, no, I dude, feel you went with like the fast pace in the first one, and then you try to modify to my pace, and then I, uh, I don't. Interesting. I, you like slowed down in the in the. You can like, I? Could I have been a debater? Maybe. Could I? If I, it, I probably need some coaching. We're not going to go into yeah, all the you, coaching points. You here, got. But. You got some potential, man. Okay. So. Well, it's easy with you. You and I debate each other enough all the time, every day, every week. So you're a little easier. You know, I, the ones against my wife, I lose those all the time. Those I lose. Yeah, those don't seem very, those. Those don't seem very fair. Um, all right. We are going to put something up on social with our team. Come in and do some voting. Uh, it'll be fun to see what people think about some of these topics. Let's rate some beers. What do you say? Before you do? Yeah. Nice, uh, nice Atlanta repping today on the Ampe shirt. I'm just saying. You know what? I felt good about wearing it. I, well, they have great shirts, great folks. Also, um, they were our first official sponsor, if you remember. First people to ever sponsor and send us oh, beer. Pliny the, the Elder. Dude, Pliny the Elder. Pliny the Elder. Our best beer we've ever had, ever, in the early years. So, Ampe gets some love. Big so thing. yeah, I caught up with them this week too. So I was over at their offices at their new offices. So they're blowing up. So congrats to Ampe. Hats off to Cheers all the to team them. over there. So um Caitlin, Mark, Jesse, good job doing good all the stuff everybody. we're doing. So good job, everybody. All right, anyway, let's do some rain. Oh, rain gears. So um, let's see. I'm gonna put the uh, German chocolate cake. I'm gonna do mine. For, I'm gonna do mine first. Okay. Oh yeah, because up. you had a queued up. Had a queued up. Um, I'm going to go four, two, five. It's just, this is a great, like, it's not like a blow you away. I think you'd find it. Okay. Oh, will you save me one of those for, um, yeah, uh, I'll, save you one. I'll save you one. These are just a great drinkable. It's only a six point six point oh. It's just not over the top with a whole bunch of stuff in it. This is just a classically good Porter and left hand just does it well. So I'm getting, this is a four, two, five. That's a strong rating for me. I really enjoy this. Great. I'm going the I'm going the other way, oh, man. a little bit. The, okay, we can put too much on this German chocolate. Cake. So this is wicked weed. German um, chocolate cake. I mean, it's it's good, but um, I'm going three seven five on it. So I'm going on the other side of the four. Was there too much coconut? Are you said or it's too much coconut for me? But like overall, a good like it's a solid stout. But if you like, you got to like coconut to to like it a lot. Yeah. So. Again, take a look, everybody. We'd love you to, I mean, come join us on Untapped. It's free to hop on there. You got our whole list of everything we've consumed, plus some of our guests. It's a good place to figure out what's happening. Um, stop by there. Anyway, well, thanks everyone for joining us today. We'll have more episodes coming up next week uh, for you to enjoy, even though Matthew's going to be out of the country. But uh Please follow along. Check out the podcast if you want to have to sit here and watch us doing this and uh, drop us some comments. And this week, please do some voting on our four different topics. Please let all of us know who you thought was the most compelling in their arguments. We know the answer. I know the answer. Sorry, man. (laughs)
Come on. Cheers. Cheers, everyone.